Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Home Green Home Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka. I'm a green realtor and a lead green associate in Los Angeles. And I am the host of this show. Today I have Kim O'Kane. She is the president of O'Kane Consulting. O'Kane Consulting is a small women-owned consulting firm in Santa Monica, providing water conservation planning, public policy, and outreach services to public agencies and businesses. Kim has more than 18 years of experience developing and implementing water conservation and efficiency programs and policies, including managing the city of Santa Monica's water conservation unit. Kim implemented the first landscape rebate program, Water Neutrality Ordinance and Sustainable Landscape Ordinance in California. She taught the Sustainable Landscape Program, Continuing Education Courses at Santa Monica College, and is currently an adjunct professor at SMC teaching water sustainability courses. Kim also wrote a novel, Gap Ear Project, and is adapting it into a screenplay. That's exciting. When she's not working, Kim loves to camp, travel, and cook alongside her husband and son. So, Kim, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. So, let's just dive in. I have a number of questions. Um so you really have uh, spearheaded the water conservation issues at the institutional level, but we all know it's really um, um, about us, us, like people who are living in, the, in these cities um, that, that have to be aware. So um, you implemented the, la- the first uh, rebate program, I understand. Um, I know it's been a while, but can you tell us how you got it going and what you have to do to bring awareness to the homeowners and um, and where you think it stands as of today in California? Yeah, so way back when, uh, back in 2001, when I first started working for the city of Santa Monica, we embarked on a water efficiency study to take a look at all of the programs and the policies that we had implemented to that date, because we actually started conservation programs in our city back in 1989. And so we wanted to take a look and see, you know, how we were doing compared to our internal water savings goals and were we meeting Mm -hmm. the state requirements for water conservation. So we embarked on this study looking at what we've done and then also looking at recommendations for what we were going to do in the future. Um, The city had the first sustainable city plan in the country, and we had set a really aggressive goal to reduce water use across the entire city um, by 20%. And when we looked at this study, what we found was um, that we had done a pretty good job of helping residents save water indoors through retrofitting Mm -hmm. toilets and showers and faucets. Mm -hmm. And we had an opportunity in the landscape, about 50% of a homeowner's water use in Santa Monica is going to their garden. And we thought, well, there's an opportunity there. Let's take a a look at that. And we had been doing Mm -hmm. some sustainable 
um, garden tours where we were showcasing really beautiful gardens that were had installed climate appropriate plants or native plants mm-hmm. and efficient irrigation. But there was very little movement. As you looked around the city back in 2001, it was mostly lawns, high water yeah. using plants and sprinklers with lots of runoff. And right. what we decided to do was um, hire some experts. Um, so we hired someone in our office to really help us with this landscape, um, this new adventure. And mm-hmm. we had a pot of money. Uh, we had almost a million dollars to give to residents and businesses who wanted to upgrade their homes. So we actually instituted um, a landscape grant. So residents competed with each other for $20,000 to install wow. water-wise plants and water-saving irrigation and rain harvesting. And what we learned was astounding. We assumed, because we had been steeped in sustainability efforts and materials for quite a while already, mm-hmm. that we assumed that the landscape industry all, already was, was doing this, but people weren't asking mm. for it. But the, the industry itself knew how to do this. They had the materials in place and ready to go. So in this competition, people had to submit plans and then they had to construct it and maintain it. And what we saw really shocked us. The plans were um, really kind of a hodgepodge of some Mm -hmm. climate appropriate plants, but still high water using plants. The irrigation was still sprinklers. Um, So we kind of had to go back and say, well, this really isn't sustainable. You're not looking at the bigger picture, which is designing something that's gonna have minimal impact for the rest of its life. And so we kind of went back and forth. We got better plans. But then during the construction phase, what was on the plan wasn't necessarily installed. And so they were still putting Mm. in inappropriate irrigation and in plants. And then we saw that with some of the maintenance. So we quickly came back to the table and said, okay, what is some, how, how are we going to address this? So we had gotten some grant funding to do a demonstration garden at Santa Monica College. Uh, where we took Mm -hmm. two bungalows where they used for offices and we converted the front yards to find out for sure how, what the real benefits are for sustainable landscaping and then continue Mm -hmm. with this funding cycle. So what we learned from that demo garden was that if you're using climate appropriate plants like native plants to California, those gardens used 80% less water. Um, It created 50% less waste. Yeah. And it needed 60% less maintenance. So they still require maintenance, just a different kind. And so we had, this, we had better information. And then we went to the landscape industry and, and really talked to local landscape architects and designers and manufacturers and irrigation supply stores and said, and how can we work together to make this, to create more sustainable gardens in our community and mm-hmm. around the region and throughout the state. And they were very receptive. Um, they told us their struggles and like many industries, it's very siloed. Um, mm-hmm. We also learned that landscape, um, the licensed folks in the landscape industry, whether that's an architect or a contractor, they're not mm-hmm. taught about climate appropriate plants or efficient irrigation. They're not tested on Mm -hmm. it. Even to this day, Mm -hmm. this is still something I'm trying to work on. Um, And so we developed, myself and my coworker, we developed a whole landscape professional series of of training classes. 
So we were teaching mm-hmm. the landscape professionals how to do their jobs more sustainably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really successful. We had a large turnout. We had people from all over Southern California attend. And then this list, mm-hmm. after they went through the whole program, we developed a list that homeowners could use um, to, to you know, find people to design their programs or install it, maintain it. Um, so it was really successful. We did that for a long time. Um, and what we also learned was there was equipment out there, water-saving sprinklers, um, water-saving sprinkler timers, drip irrigation. It was already available, but the manufacturers right. had very limited staff to train the people how to use it. Mm. And so that's still going on where there's, there's, there's that bridge that needs to be gapped um, right. for training. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of a shock to us. Um, and then, you know, we, that pot of money ended. And so we said, okay, mm-hmm. well, what can we do? We don't have that much money to spend. So let's transform this into a rebate program and we're going to do it on a square foot basis. And, mm-hmm. you know, people who go through the program, um, it, we do have a lot of restrictions in place in Santa Monica today. You yeah. know, I still don't, I don't work yeah. there anymore. But we mm-hmm. did that because we wanted to ensure that the homeowner at the end of the day is really getting something that's truly resilient and sustainable so that they're not going right. to have problems with weeds and broken equipment and runoff where they might mm-hmm. get a ticket. So right. we really tried to make it standardized across the board. Um, but it was a great project, and once we started that, um, Metropolitan Water District of Southern California, the largest wholesaler of water in the U.S., they decided mm-hmm. to start rebating on lawn replacement a few years ago, and it's still been extremely oh, wow. successful. So, yeah, mm. so there are a lot more agencies and cities across California that are offering this, even to this day, to their um, water customers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And- how how are the customers uh, respond responding or did, how did they respond to the rebate programs? Did you have a lot yeah. of um, people respond? We had a lot of interest. Okay. Yeah, you know, it took mm-hmm. a little while. Like anything, mm-hmm. you know, we had to market it. We had to have really beautiful examples of what could be done. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so once people started to realize that this was an investment in their home, that it could be beautiful. It didn't mean putting a whole bunch of rocks and cactus in your front yard. Um, <laughs> people really, yeah, that was the that was the mindset for a lot of people. The perception was, oh, yeah. if I'm changing this out, it's cactus, right? And that's yeah. certainly not the case. But mm-hmm. I think when I look around Santa Monica now, I, I live here too, and I mm-hmm. see mostly gardens that are sustainable. There's still some with lawn, and there's nothing wrong with lawn if you're using it, but mm-hmm. if you aren't really using it, then it can be considered a wasteful um, garden. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so for people who use it, great, use it. We want you to enjoy your space and, and have a livable mm-hmm. um, home that, that meets your needs, but you can water mm-hmm. it efficiently. And there's lots of mm-hmm. equipment out there um, that will help you get to that. But yeah, I look right. around now and I think, God, you know, 20 years ago, um, this was definitely not the case, and we've come a long way. Right. And so customers and, yeah. and residents are really accepting it, and mm-hmm. more and more landscape professionals are providing this service. And not only um, they're pitching it now instead of just waiting for somebody to ask them about it. Right. That's a great. That's a great p- progress. 
you know, that, that they're not waiting yeah. for, um, you know, being asked for. That's great. And and do you think that that is the true um, story with the rest of the, the I'm going to say L.A., but also mostly in in California? I mean, you know, all California is being affected by this drought. Yes. Yes. I mean, if you look up and down the coast, you'll see pockets of landscapes that have changed and continue to change not only because people um, are really starting to see the benefits and then they're sharing that with their neighbors, um, Mm -hmm. but also there is a state law that um, when we developed, you know, after we started the sustainability landscape classes, we we recognized that we needed to have some uh, requirements put in place for new construction projects. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wrote an ordinance, and that was really effective for moving because we didn't want to put the old wasteful stuff in for new stuff, you know, mm-hmm. new project, right. new home. Right. So we wanted to make sure that they were doing the right thing from the beginning. And the state um, looked at that and then ended up adopting it as a state ordinance. Now it hasn't, it has a lot of issues <laughs> uh, because it's not necessarily a one size fit all type of ordinance. Right. And right. they're still working mm-hmm. through some of those challenges, but for people who are putting in new landscapes, or, you know, just by itself without a new home or a new home mm-hmm. or a new business, they are required um, to put in um, at least efficient irrigation. Um, mm-hmm. So how many cities are actually following through on that? They're mm-hmm. doing a study right now to determine that. But at least there's some standards mm-hmm. out there. So hopefully in the future this will just be the norm. And yeah, people will not have any more runoff and wasteful gardens at all. Right. So, so I know that um, different programs have different, uh, different cities and municipalities have different programs. Um, do you have any resource that you can share um, that people can go and check out, or that you can yeah you know, tell us about? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. One is to contact your own local water provider. Some people don't know who they get water from. Um, Right. But if you look at your bill, there's always a number you can call them. But then on a regional level, if you live in Southern California, most likely you're eligible for rebates through SoCalWaterSmart.com. That's SoCalWaterSmart.com. And you can go on their website. Mm -hmm. You can type in your address, and it will Mm -hmm. um, give you information on what rebates are available to you. Um, I see. And then you can can apply directly online for those rebates. That's great. Thank you for that. So um, since since you and I met, it's been, um, I think it's been a couple of years, We've had a few devastating fires in our areas. Oh, my goodness. You know, yeah. we actually did have one of our clients in Malibu, their house burned down to nothing. I mean, it was devastating. Um, that was the Woosley fire. Um, I know it's not something that we can, you know, talk about in three minutes, but what do you think? <laughs> What do you think we learned from those fires, especially that's relevant to where we are in, you know, Southern California, especially around, you know, greater Los Angeles area? Yeah, well, I'm really glad that you brought this up. I was actually working on a water conservation 
project in Malibu when mm-hmm. the fire hit. And mm-hmm. I was able to see firsthand um, not only the devastation, but the resiliency of the residents of Malibu. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we were able to bring in um, an expert named Doug Kent. He's a landscape architect and a professor at Cal Poly, and he's written several books about firewise landscaping. He has a new one that just came out last year called Firescaping. Mm-hmm. And this is a new mm-hmm. term you might be starting to hear more and more where um, – people who are, you know, replanting or planting for the first time are really looking at plants, California Mm -hmm. natives, plants that are adapted for our climate, that even if they were to catch fire, they're not going to explode and send embers out. So that's one thing we've learned is that these types of plants do work. The other thing is maintenance Mm -hmm. is such a huge issue. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you know, your landscape is not full of litter, you know, leaf litter and debris that's dry, um, and even the homes. So part of this, mm-hmm. this program um, that's still happening in Malibu right now in 2020 is they're offering these landscape and firescaping audits. So for free, mm. they'll come out to your home, and they'll take a look at your indoor um, water use, your landscape water use, and then they'll look outside your home and see if there are issues that might um, be a potential for fire hazard and then give you a list Mm. of recommendations on what to do next Mm -hmm. to to fix those issues. So there are some resources out there. I think we're still learning a lot. Um, One of the things Mm -hmm. that Malibu just did recently was they've banned new palm trees. What they found was that the palm tree fronds, yeah, when they would catch on fire, Oh yeah, would explode, and then these embers were going for miles, and that is what was really spreading this particular fire so quickly. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, if you're if you're planting a new garden, you're not going to be able to put in palm trees in Malibu. So, wow. Um, yeah, I still think there's a lot that we're <laughs> learning. Um, yeah, but there are some resources out there to help folks who really are interested in in making that defensible space around their homes um, work right. the best they can. Now, in case of Malibu, you said that they are, they are providing the audit for free. So who is, yeah. uh, who is providing that? What, where is the funding coming from? Yeah. You know? So there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of different things. So the program that I'm working on in Malibu was a grant program from the state, a Prop mm-hmm. 84 grant. Oh, and so there was mm-hmm. a couple of different partners. Yeah. The city of Malibu, um, West Basin Municipal Water District and LA County Water mm-hmm. Works. They partnered I to get a, get some funding and help residents not only um, with firescaping, that's kind of a, an aside to it after the fire, but really mm-hmm. help them figure out how to save water um, out, so it, outdoors, especially. Putting in right. new equipment, removing lawn, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, right. those audits are available. Yeah, and, and like I was saying before, there are many water agencies all over the state that offer these types mm-hmm. of free water assessments. Right. And so right. I encourage anyone who's interested in call their local company and find out what resources are available. This is one of the things mm. that residents absolutely love. Someone comes to your home mm. and is really going right. to hold your hand through the whole process <laughs> and help yeah. you actually get it done. So yeah. um, it really is something that people should take advantage of if they can. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, because it's, you know, we we are all aware that okay, we got to do something, but you know, we don't know where to start in terms of how to make it more, you know, fireproof or safe, you know, and 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 water right. efficient. And it it really and people are all busy, and we don't have time to be doing all the research and studying about it. Exactly. And yeah. I, so there right? are resources so out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that's where to amazing. Find <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So go to the con, go to your water provider, and also check out SoCalWaterSmart.com. That's great. Yeah. That's a great, great resource. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. You're and welcome. I know that. I know that we we both enjoy camping and cooking and traveling and stuff. So um, you you said you live in Santa Monica. And what are the kind of things that, say, you're teaching your 13-year-old son mm-hmm. that, you know, so that, you know, those are the people who are going to have to live with the environment that we are, we have created, right? You know, our kids. Right. Um, what are the things that you you can share that you're doing to make our life greener? Or I'm just saying greener because that's my, you know, that's, that's my uh, title, you know, green home, green home. Uh, but, you know, to be kinder to our environment, just, you know, so to make our environment healthier, both for us and yeah. both for the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this is, you know, the, our, the future is going to really help us fix a lot of the problems, right? This, this next generation and mm-hmm. um, sharing the best examples with them is, is really going to pave the way. Um, mm-hmm. For me personally, um, if we're looking at water fixtures and things like that, um, if I have to replace anything, I only buy the products that have an EPA water sense label. So that's one mm-hmm. thing that, that I can do, whether that's a, sh- a new shower, if we need that, or a toilet, um, anything mm-hmm. with that label, I know is going to save water, and it's really high quality. And then, mm-hmm. you know, as far as my son and, and teaching him, you know, he, I have to say, he's a really good water saver. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so short shower, yeah, he really has taken this to heart. And um, even when we're driving around, if we see water flowing down the street. He's like, mom, mom, look, uh-huh. wh- where's that coming from? And we'll go <laughs> hunt it down, take a picture, send it in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. The other thing that I really enjoy watching him do is, you know, at the end of the day, if he still has a little bit of water in his glass before we wash it, he'll go and, mm-hmm. and dump it in the plants. Um, mm-hmm. So just like little things like that. Um, now he's old enough where he's washing his own clothes. So he waits until he's oh, got wow. a full load. Yeah, oh, wow. so he, he has caught on, and I'm really proud of him for that. Um, the other thing that I do, may, I'm not even sure I should share this, but I have a stash of faucet aerators. So if you don't know what an aerator is, it's the thing at the end of the faucet yes. where the water uh-huh. comes out, and it, it restricts right. the flow of water. Um, right, right. And so I have a stash of those that I keep in my purse. I can't believe I'm telling you. So if I'm out at a restaurant or a store and I go use the restroom and I go to wash my hands and the water is just flowing out and it's splashing everywhere, I will replace the broken aerator (laughs) with a new one. Oh, my God. Good for you. My son gets super embarrassed when I tell him I just changed the aerator in that bathroom. But uh, 
it's kind of a compulsion that I have. Well, um, you know, so I will continue takes, to do that. I, yeah, I mean, I, I may actually take up on that. I mean, I know that all my faucets in my home have aerators, but I didn't even think about that. That's a, that's a great idea, actually. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what I uh, yeah that's that's one of the things that I do. Um, and like, leaks, I think under, this is under something undercover yeah. action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they'll never know. Yeah. Just like oh, it got yeah, fixed. Exactly. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I guess other things that everybody can do at home um, that's really simple is just look for leaks. Um, the mm-hmm. average home, this this just boggles my mind, the average home, about 13% of their water use could be going to a leak. That's a huge mm-hmm. amount of water every year. Mm-hmm. And so typically mm-hmm. what it's from is toilets. Um, sometimes you can hear the water just kind of gently flowing, but most yeah. people don't aren't tuned to that and don't know what that is. Right. They think it's normal. Yeah. But if you hear that, yeah. that means you've got a leak going on, and it will be right. reflected in right. your water bill. Um, Mm -hmm. But whether you live in an apartment or a home or even, you know, if you're working in an office, if you see a Mm -hmm. leak, report it, fix it. um, That's really the easiest way you can save water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's all these little things that we can do. And and going back to the uh, uh, labels that when you said that when you change something on the fixtures, water sense label is that little little mark that you can see on the product. Um, that looks like a, a water uh, drop of water, right? And it says water. Sense. That's right. Just so people. Know. It says yeah. water sense. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's the equivalent of Energy Star, um, mm-hmm. but unlike right. Energy Star, where it's the savings are self-reported by the manufacturers. With the EPA water sense label, those products that get that label actually have to go through third-party testing. That's very rigorous, mm-hmm. and the standards are oh, very stringent. Yeah, yeah, so you know that if you're buying something, it's going to hold up. It's going to save the mm-hmm. amount of water that it says on the label. Um, mm-hmm. You can buy with confidence. Right. And, you know, the other thing that I know that's available these days is that a little thing that you can put on the shower head that uh, you can stop the water when, like, when you're lathering your, like, if you're shampooing our hair or something that you can just, stop the water running and you don't have to like adjust the water temperature but just press the button um yeah i've been look i've been looking for it but i just haven't um i guess i haven't looked uh hard enough but do you have that one i don't have that one i had i've tried many 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 varieties there are mm-hmm. they're called toggles t-o-g-e-l-e mm. and so if you mm-hmm. look online for shower toggle um, some shower heads already come with it pre-made. Mm, um, mm-hmm. They're brands like Brycore, um, mm-hmm. Polar has some of those. Um, okay. But you can, some, some water providers do offer that for free for their customers as well as shower heads oh, and aerators. Mm. Yeah. So you can find out from them too. But you can Google it online and see what's yeah. available. Um, right. I actually have a shower head. So this, this, the California standard for shower heads is um, 1.8 gallons per minute. So if you're buying a new shower head, mm-hmm. that's the, the, the most amount of water that can come out of your head. But I actually mm-hmm. love mine, which is 1.25 gallons per minute. <laughs> oh. um, wow. So and and, you still feel yeah, like I've had that one for enough. a long time. 
Yeah, the, I don't know how they make this magic happen, but it feels like the old school shower heads where it's like tons of water oh, pounding wow. on you. They, mm-hmm. This particular company does a great job, and I ha- we've had this one probably five years now, and it's still working wow. really well. Yeah. That's great. Well, you shared a lot of great um, information. I'm so grateful. I, I mean, I'm going to go look for that shower head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all your wisdom, Kim. It's great thank to talk you. to you. Yeah, and, you too. Um, and people can find you at your website, okaneconsulting.com. That's O-C-A-I-N consulting.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Well, great. Well, we, I, I hope to see you and talk to you soon again. And yes, um, I'd love that. Yes. Thank you. And again, this was home green home podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor. You can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. Bye-bye.